Today in our second reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, St. Paul instructs the people of Corinth about the event of the Last Supper and exactly what Jesus instructed the disciples to do at that meal. We hear with a very firm statement from Jesus stating, do this in remembrance of me. So then what is Paul referring to when, putting, when he puts Jesus to state that do this in remembrance of me? What are we remembering then? To be able to be able to answer that question, we must look at what the call to remember and its context in which the statement was made. The gospel that recounts the institution narrative tells us that the Last Supper took place in the context of the Passover meal, the annual meal that celebrates the foundational night in Israel's history when God liberated them from Egypt and from slavery. On that first Passover, God instructed the people to sacrifice an unblemished lamb, eat of that lamb, and mark their doorposts with the blood of the lamb. These families who participated in this ritual were spared when the firstborn sons of, in Egypt were struck down in the 10th plague. Year after year, subsequent Israelites retold the story of that first Passover and reenacted it, eating a, a sacrificial lamb once again. The Passover celebration was therefore a celebration of remembrance for all the generations to recall that Exodus story in which God freed the Israelites, their ancestors, from slavery in Egypt and how God was present in their midst. The celebration was a home ritual, blending religious rituals, food, song, and storytelling. At the Last Supper, Jesus speaks of the body and blood in the context of the Passover, which would bring to mind the, to the apostles the Passover lamb, the blood of which was separated from the body in the ceremonial sacrifice. But as Jesus celebrated the Passover, Jesus would use these languages to refer to him as the sacrificial lamb. Like when he said, my body, which will be given up for you. When Jesus speaks of his blood, which will be poured out for the forgiveness of sins, he alludes to the tone of sacrifice in the temple, which involved blood being poured out over the altar for the purpose of bringing forgiveness. The most but most significantly, Jesus speaks of the blood of the new covenant. These words would echo what Moses said in the sacrificial ceremony at Mount Sinai that seals God's covenant, covenantal union with Israel as his chosen people. In the midst of the sacrificial ritual, Moses took the blood of the animal and announced, Behold the blood of the covenant. Now at the Last Supper, Jesus refers to his blood as the blood of the new and eternal covenant. For the apostles present there, 
these words cannot help but recall what Moses said about the sacrificial blood at Sinai and point to some kind of new sacrifice for a new covenant. As Jesus is speaking these words at the Passover, he was not pointing the apostles to the Passover lamb being sacrificed, which is what one might expect in the context of the Passover meal. But he is talking about his own body and blood being offered up and poured out in the sacrifice. His blood is now the sacrificial blood of the covenant. Jesus surprisingly identifies himself as a sacrificial lamb normally offered for Passover. Jesus' action at the Last Supper mysteriously anticipates his sacrifice on the cross. At that Passover meal of the Last Supper, Jesus willingly offered his own body and blood as the once and for all perfect sacrifice for the forgiveness of sin. So for Jesus at the end of the institution of the Eucharist, by saying, do this in remembrance of me, he commands that these moments be kept not just as moments in history that occurred, but the moments that always, be, that always is needed to be at the forefront of our minds and to proclaim the mighty works of God for men. Because the memorial of the Lord's Supper, the Eucharist, is not just an event that occurred 2,000 years ago in an upper room and on Calvary, but at every Mass we come to celebrate, it is sacramentally made present to us today and every day we partake of the Eucharist. When the church celebrates the Eucharist, she commemorates Christ's Passover and it's made present. The sacrifice Christ offered once and for all on the cross remains ever present. This sacrifice is made present for a salvific purpose so that its power may be applied in our lives for the daily sins that we have committed so that we can unite ourselves more deeply to Christ in his act of total self-giving love. This work that Jesus has done for us in our midst, we should do, therefore, in remembrance of him. And it's simply keeping it constantly in the forefront of our minds the love God has for us, and the physical manifestation of that love in, that, in the Eucharist. We are here because of an act of divine love and self-giving. God has set the table for us, and we are to do the same in loving service for one another. We are still consuming it, and we will do so until the end because he has handed himself over for us. The body of Christ has been distributed in love by the one who prepared himself for the perfect meal. There is always a place at his table for us, at the hand of a merciful God. Christ gave us his body and blood as the most complete act of service in human history. It is at the table in which he would use the apron to serve us and even surrender that little garment at last to be crucified naked on the cross for our redemption.
It was handing over for us to, to, from sin to forgiveness. It was the Passover from death to life. It was a deliverance from slavery into freedom. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, the Eucharist manifests the supreme love of friendship where Jesus dwells with us. He gives himself for us and gives himself to us. So then the question, my dear brothers and sisters, that we have to begin to ponder and ask ourselves, what are we going to do to follow the command of Jesus to do this in remembrance of him?